Welcome to Max Storm Business Coaching for the Health and Fitness Professional Podcast, where you will hear and learn tips, tricks, and marketing secrets that will allow you to build your business from ordinary to extraordinary. Visit us at maxstormcoaching.com. Now, here's your host. Hi there. This is Ashley Mazurik. Welcome back to MaxStormCoaching.com. I am going to be talking today on resolution of conflict. It is something that I'm still dealing with right now. So this is sort of my healing process. And it's to you know help others give a little insight on... A, how I deal with my own conflict and uh, conflict. And what I mean by conflict is conflict with anyone. We, we have conflict with clients. Yes, I haven't had very many. I will say in the 28 years that I've been in this industry, I've only had two. Thank goodness. Uh, but what I'm, what I want to, what I want to bring to light in, I feel like my experience can the reason I'm bringing this to you is because it's something that I've experienced that hurts me to have to, to deal with something like this type of conflict. And my hope is by sharing with like-minded people, we can grow a place in the society where people don't act like this. And so I'm going to share my story. Uh, it's still fresh, so I still have some wounds, uh, but I feel like uh, we're family now. Uh, we've been connecting for a while, and I don't always like to share my personal story about myself and my life, but I'm getting closer to being able to do that, So, and this is one example. So... Some of you may have kids, some of you may not. Some of you may have people that you're very close to and care a lot about. So I want you to use that as uh, an example for your own self. I have uh, a child. I have a little. I have a little girl. I have a stepson, and my little girl is 12 years old. And she is huge into cheerleading. And our facility just got bought out by a new organization, which I'm super thrilled for. It sounds like it's going to be much better. The teaching style, coaching, and discipline is going to be fantastic. It's going to raise the bar for us. Very excited about it. And so this particular person that I got in conflict with happens to be the new owner. And he is in charge of, was over in charge of overseeing clinics last week, which I, it came to my attention from my daughter after clinics that in trying to do her split on one side, which tends to be, has a, has a deficit, meaning she can't go all the way down. There's flexibility issue there that this particular coach slash owner pushed on her. And so the question arises, okay, well, how much of a push was it? Is it just like resistance and trying to get you down a little further, which, okay, maybe I don't have a little bit of, I don't have a problem with that. But she said it was a little bit more than that. And I was like, okay, it's her perception. We all have our own perception and ideas. And 
a child can be dramatic and cannot be. So I don't really take that. I said, okay, so you stood up. How did you feel? And with the feedback that my knee started hurting on that side really bothered me. Okay. So if you're forcing a stretch, I'm not really into passive. If you guys, some of you may already know that have taught, have been in classes with me. I'm not for passive. Uh, passive to me does not work because there needs to be a refacilitation, which enters the new link tension into the motor cortex, which then the body and the brain are allowing to integrate that new link tension correctly. And so taking out her perception and going off of the idea of her knee hurt on the side that was tight, that was in front, which means that to me, since I know the body and I know what the membranous and the semitendinosus and the biceps femoris is supposed to do, and that is to keep the knee in its alignment and stabilize the knee joint from going too far medially or too far laterally. What that meant to me that there was too much resistance put on a joint, which caused destabilization. Now, I'm okay for a little bit of resistance, but to me, that was too much force. There's a difference. Little push, force. So naturally, I have a conflict, okay? Any mama bear would. At the end of the day, as a practitioner, we don't want anyone to get hurt, much less my own flesh and blood. So I go into mama bear mode and... I wait, that's probably two or three days, so I can get my fireside to cool down a little bit and I can create uh, perspective, go through the story in my head. Most importantly, you know, my better half saying, you know, don't go in there like the bull in a china shop that I sometimes can be because firesides don't run from conflict. They kind of charge at it and I have to bring myself into some water element to be calm about this and handle it in a nice, constructive way. And to be quite honest, I did feel like I did that. And here's where I have a problem, is the coach slash owner was very defensive. Now, my first statement going in was, do you have a second to talk about something? No, I don't. I'm really busy. That was my first warning signal, red flag. If somebody ever says that, don't go into the conflict resolution because they're probably overwhelmed, stressed out, and they're not going to hear you. I wish that I would have remembered that. I did anyway because he said, no, not really. Uh, what is it? And I was like, okay, so he's asking what is it? So I'm going to go in with what I have to say. I just have a concern about something that happened last week with my kid. Uh, my kid. What am I from? Rocky? Hey, yo, Adrian. No, my kid, my child. Um, that concern was that I felt like when she was in the split pattern, she was being pushed beyond her limits, which, which from my understanding was too much because her words were that her knee started to hurt afterwards. And I immediately got defense, defense mechanisms. I immediately got that my child was a baby whining, crying to mommy, which she is not. In fact, she didn't want me to say anything. And I, uh, I got from that, that 
this is what we do. And this is 20 years in practice. We've been very successful and we are going to push on athletes. And so I mentioned some of the uh, injuries that have happened in the gym in the past, which bring me to a place of uh, worry and concern. Concern not only for my kid, but for other kids getting hurt. Because, and I said that. And also I said, no, this child eats, breathes, and sleeps this stuff. God forbid she got injured and wouldn't be able to do it the rest of the summer. She's, she's signed up for four weeks in a row of tumbling camp. And I wouldn't want that to happen. So this is coming from me not wanting to have that happen. Well, kids get hurt. That's the nature of the sport. Uh, I'm sorry, but I don't believe that any sport is common thread for you to get injured. And and I said that. I, I feel like we all should do everything we can so that our children don't get injured. And this is me trying to avoid that. So more conversation back and forth about what it, what what chi- what my child said what it meant him denying that there was any kind of excess that it was just the nature of pushing and this is what we always do and if i didn't like it i could leave now i've been at this particular gym for 5 years and we loved it we love it we love what's coming and the answer was if you don't like it leave didn't really sit well with me. And it, it really, to, quite, to be quite honest, it's hurtful because it, what is my perception? My perception is, is that this person doesn't give a shit. They don't care first about safety of kids, safety of my kid for that matter, or whether or not the, it, it matters what I have to say. There's no open-mindedness to go, hmm, I wonder if that's the case. Are maybe we pushing too hard and do I need to look at this? Now, for me, I always offer what I know, and that is giving him the perspective of, you know, I feel like we need to be very careful with girls because they're hormonal and they're going through changes, especially at her age, lots of hormonal changes, which we're going to adjust the link tension of her joints um, substantially, especially if girls are already on their period and that's always going to change. And uh, the modulation of that also coming from the visceral somatic reflex. And then um, if I take into account water intake if our, of our athlete, all these things are going to modulate link tension. And I just don't think that we should be pushing slash forcing kids into creating flexibility overnight. Very defensive with the comeback. If I didn't like it, I could leave. And so, first of all, here's how I would love that conversation to have gone. And I did say this. I said, first of all, I would have appreciated you have been open-minded and that you um, would have heard what I had to say and not have been defensive. And so I came here hoping that you were going to be open and minded enough to just hear what I had to say. And, but what I feel like is I, I get a lot of defense and that it's, it's this, it's your way of the highway. Like there's, there's no room for improvement. And that's not what I would want any parent to have to have happen to them, especially when you say that you come to you with any problem. I said, I wouldn't suggest anybody come to you with any problem that you're willing to listen because you haven't been willing to listen to me. Um, all it's been is a defensive mechanism. And if I don't like it, I can, I can go. And I said that three times. So it's like, 
if, if, so I take this experience and as much as it hurts me, how can we be better? So first of all, number one, if you have a situation like this, don't run, don't run from the conflict, head it on, but handle it in a good way. Like be, I was honest, authentic, and open. I was not, I didn't yell. I didn't tell him he was a bad coach. I didn't tell him he didn't know what he was doing. It was a concern. That was the opening statement because I know how I can be and my fire can be strong. So I was very careful about that. Um, listen to the person. So whether they're coming to you or whether you're going to them, hopefully you can hear each other. You can hear what they have to say and you can hear what's not being said. And for me, I had a lot of emotion because it's my child and I care about her safety. Um, next, I would recommend, like, what is the expectation of your position? And um, I told him what my expectation was. I expected to come here and you be open-minded enough and not be defensive and tell me that I can leave if I wanted to. I said, and I said to him, I'm very disappointed that that was your response to me. And so I divulged my expectation. Um, you know, what was his expectation? Um, I don't know other than that I could leave if, but I, if I didn't like the way he coached or like the way they did things, that was my understanding of, of that's no misperception because it was said repeatedly. I think it's really important that we validate what each person is saying, that we let them know that they're being heard. It would have been really important that for this conversation that he, he actually repeated and understood what I say. Like there was no validation, that he actually got what I was saying. And, and so, so for me, to try, I tried to validate, here's what I'm hearing you say, that, that basically I can take the high road. And that's disappointing. I'm disappointed to hear you say that. Um, take responsibility. Like I feel like I'm willing to take responsibility for misperceiving. But uh, and like I said, I don't feel like I'm misperceiving because I'm taking the perspective of the child out of it. And I'm going based off of what I know the body can handle. And the body will destabilize itself if it's forced beyond its range of motion. And that's what happened to that joint. It was based off of what I know about the body. And I expressed that. And what I would have loved is I would have loved for him to have taken some responsibility. Him for saying, well, let me look into this. Let me see if maybe we are pushing. Um, maybe this is something we can, uh, you know, we can adjust. His response was, we push on kids. Yes, we do. And we go around um, and we don't force, but we do push. And my response to that was, how do you know? I said, because you're dealing with girls and you're men. So you're strong men. And these are little tiny girls and they're bigger girls. But how do you know for sure? Like, is there a gauge? And there wasn't, a, there wasn't any feedback to my question. All it was was more defense. And at the end of the day, it's like, what would make me happy? I would love for him to say, okay, what's going to make you happy? And I would have said what I had already said, is that you understand what I'm saying and that you see that it's a safety concern and that maybe, maybe it's something that you can look into or you'll consider this. It's a consideration. We don't think we're doing that, but 
thanks for opening my mind to there's a possibility. There was nothing, nothing like nothing to create happiness for me. And what would make him happy? Um, probably for me not to say anything. Probably for me to keep my mouth shut and let him do what he's always done, which for in his mind has always been success. And success in my mind isn't the idea of that athletes get hurt. It's the nature of the trade. I not I don't believe that. I don't think that's true. And I don't ever want to think that. Um, it sounds like the values are a little bit off for mine, which which creates concern. Um, is there a middle ground here? Is there a win-win? I don't know. I would have liked there have been, to me, the, the win would have been him validating, hearing what I said and leaving there with going, we'll take a look into it. Um, I'm hoping that we're not forcing kids beyond their normal range of motion to potentially hurt. Um, but this is something that I'll have to consider. I would have been happy as a clam if that would have been the response that I get. But I didn't get any of that. I, I got, here's the high road. If you want to null and void your, void your contract, fine, take it up with Michelle. And walked away, which left me feeling really hurt and without closure, which I think was really important that we have closure. Um, I have to create my own closure uh, because the, and, and for me, at this point in the game, my closure will be this person obviously has stress going on in his life. He's obviously very overwhelmed. I walked into a situation that probably wasn't ready and prepared to hear this kind of feedback. Um, my fault for not paying attention and not saying, hey, you know what? If you don't got time and space for this, let me know when you do give me a call. I wish now going back that I would have done that. Um, so to change my disappointment, my anger, maybe more it's hurt is to take the perception of this person was really stressed. Hopefully he realizes that that's probably not the best way to handle parents when you're paying a lot of money for your children. And that my main concern was safety and that, um, you know, that maybe we can reconnect at some time and create closure for this. Um, it hasn't happened yet. So I'm creating my own closure by trying to change the emotions wrapped around this from being really negative and feeling like that person really didn't care about me or my child based off the response. Instead going, he's got a lot going on in his life and that's unfortunate. Um, so it is what it is. I think that I think it's really important that we give people the opportunity to understand them and understand where they might be coming from. And hopefully, if he wasn't this that stressed, hopefully his response would have been very differently. I'm going to I'm going to think that it would be a lot differently. I'm going to think that it would have been a lot more positive. And that's where my that's where my energy and, and focus is going to be because if I don't think that, then I will continually be angry. And you know, I don't want to leave. I, I could just pack things up and go. We're leaving this gym based off that one bad experience, which that disrupts our you know my child's friendships and her five years being there, which she truly loves the teams that she's she's been on and the people there. So. This is a healing process. This is a conflict that we all have conflict. And it's, it's basically how we experience and how we deal with it afterwards, if, especially if it didn't go the way we wanted. And mine didn't go the way I've wanted. 
and I wish that it would have. So I thought I would share that with you, still dealing with it and processing it, and I hope you can get something from it and know that we always have the ability to change perspective and make it more positive, even if it isn't so. Change, changing the perception and, and making it positive makes us feel better. It's not about the other person. It's what, what can we think, um, what can we focus on that makes us sleep at night, that us feel better about life. Thanks for listening. Take Thank care. you for listening to the Max Storm Business Coaching Podcast. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes, 